What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Sam Claiborne, hey, everyone. and CJ Gibson. What's up? And we have a great show for you this week, in spite of the fact that there is no video game news happening whatsoever. <laughs> the only thing in the news is Avengers and Game of Thrones. Yeah, a lot of that. And it's times like this, these dire uh, times, that we turn to listener mail. We turn to you, our dear listeners, to provide us with topics to discuss. Are we, we got, not going to talk about that Sonic trailer? I mean, we really should. I mean, we can talk about the Sonic trailer if <laughs> I you mean, guys want to. See, Damon's a little upset because he loved it, and we all thought it was ridiculous no, and awful. Did. Yeah. Yeah, Damon is just super pro-Sonic right now. Yeah, He's pro-Coolio pro is what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's Naturally. That, that's why Dangerous Minds is his favorite be? movie. It's just those teeth just won Damon over. I don't know. Oh, God. The teeth are the oh, worst part. Terrifying. Everything's the oh. worst part. Yeah. I think Jim Carrey's the I worst part. I was going to say, maybe I Think, I don't Jim think Carrey's Sonic bad. is. Yeah, Jim Carrey's pretty bad. What do you think, Justin? You like Jim Carrey still? I mean, I don't know. His goof seemed good. Like my daughter would probably laugh at that. Like mm. that's the good whole for, thing. Like, kids yeah. like little goofs. kids. Yeah, right? it's like Ace Ventura. All over I love again. the tagline: "Every hero has a genesis." Yeah. yeah. But what? What's the tagline in Europe? In Japan? <laughs> it's not going to translate. <laughs> they well. all have a yeah. Mega Drive. Every hero Every has drive. a drive. I like yeah. that. I think it works. Yeah. yeah. Yikes! This movie's not coming out in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't think so? It's going to be a travesty, it, regardless. It's, it's going to come out, out straight to VHS. <laughs> exactly. That's probably for the best. Yeah. Um, uh, we also have the uh, the 1998 Buyer's Guide, the EGM Buyer's Guide. How many Ooh, games are in it? Through. Well, well, there's over 1,100 game reviews and tricks. Nice. Ooh. Those aren't the same thing. <laughs> Gold eyes on the cover, though. They've just thrown uh, reviews and tricks together. Well, I think we use reviews to trick people into buying games. That's yeah. new. That's actually oh, that's oh. A, that was, hot take. That was the IGN slogan for like a decade. <laughs> Retracted. <laughs> Tricking people into buying games <laughs> since 1998. The weird thing is that we do the opposite of that. We tell people not to get games, and then they get real mad and get the games anyway. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I think can't. that's the mo- mostly what we do. You can't win. Like we, mm, whatever. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Yeah, we want to go down this path here. It's true. Uh, let's check in with this listener, Angelo Valdivia. Hello. That's a really cool name. That I feel is. like everyone that writes in has such cool names. That, that, that's true. A lot of them really do. Uh, they wrote into gamescoop at IGN.com, just like you, Kim. Uh, and they say, uh, since the PS Wii 60 generation, never heard it called that, but I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll allow it. Do you remember Wii 60, though? Yeah, that was a real thing. Yeah. Just because that's like, what you, you know, was your you combo. You don't need the other thing. You just need a it was, so, and a three. So yeah. what's yeah. the word for the PS4 and Switch combo? Oh. Because that's, mm, I feel like, a more com- mm. more. Uh, common combo this generation. Switch S4. Mm. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. No, it's terrible. We no. sixty. Was great. <laughs> I mean, we sixty seems weird too. But yeah, okay. No, they were trying to box out. They were trying to box out Sony. Yeah, Xbox about, fans and Nintendo what about fans. Keeping man. it Mario themed and just P Switch. P Switch is good. P Switch. Let's get well, a little Mario Three uh, callback there. Yeah, better than Switch. What do you mean? S4? Actually, pretty good. I'm good at naming and branding. <laughs> Are you? It's not a surprise. You're better yeah, than the give Xbox staff. Give you. I'll say that. Yeah. Okay. What's the name? Oh well, no. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I guess uh, I won that round. <laughs> <laughs> Consoles have been evolving over their lifetimes with the advent of firmware upgrades and generational half-steps. We've had many quality-of-life improvements, and now a new generation looms on the horizon. Mm -hmm. In this exciting lead-up... I'll just leave. (laughs) What are some improvements or features on your wish lists? Mm. For me, I've always hoped there would be a kind of quick-save button on controllers. Perhaps tucked away somewhere safe underneath so it's not easy to press accidentally. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah. Also, an important feature I really wish would come back is the ability to set inverted aiming on the console system settings 
which was available on the Xbox 360 and carries across all your games. For some dumb reason, mm. emphasis his, this feature wasn't included on the Xbox One. Microsoft did attempt to patch something similar back in 2015, but all it actually did was invert the right stick entirely, so up became down and console menus. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. What are some improvements or changes you'd like to see? Uh, or perhaps switch out the multitask or share buttons for something else. First of all, quick save is a good idea. Yeah. That's a great idea. When games have that, do you use it? When they do map it to a button? Yeah. It, it doesn't happen very often. It's though. not often. Yeah. I think, often. I think it's something that does. They don't yeah. have it in like a button, but they almost all have it in like menus. Yeah, I would quick save in Skyrim and then murder yeah. everyone on White Run and then just restore <laughs> my save. Yeah, that's they should all get but very you, scared if they see the hero quick saving. But you, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. but you think you think the quick save functionality should be like uh, in the like system, like a UI, no. yeah. not not based on the game. Nope. No, but that's not, I think that's what Angelo's talking about. No, I know. Oh, okay, all right. You're I mean, just, just... well, so, but they have standby mode now, where for the most part, if you do just put your system into standby mode, you can power it up, and you're usually at the same, I do like same point. And I, and I actually really like yes. that with PlayStation 4. So, I mean, that's not safe, but it is kind of nice where you can like, shut your system down and for the most mm-hmm. part be there again. I think for... the share button's really cool. Like, the share button on the PS4 was really ahead of its time. Like, at yeah. the time that they had to bake in that that was going on that mm. controller and it was happening at, like, a console UI level, like, yeah. Twitch wasn't the thing it was mm-hmm. today. Like, they were definitely ahead of the curve on that one yeah um do you know a functionality i really appreciated once the xbox 360 rolled in just being able to power the console on with the button like that seems really weird and what do you mean or like uh, controller button? Turn on yeah power. like just turn on the unit yeah. and i remember thinking to myself like this seems like such a basic idea but yeah. nobody had done it before you could actually sit on the couch yeah. and power on the going device. back to the nes like there's nothing stopping you from using a no. controller to turning to turn on a system but and, they didn't let you yeah and even all the the I, I feel like a misstep with all these little like you know mini consoles is that there's no way to go back into the ui menu without hitting the button physically on the device it's like did you not design this you could go back into it with the controller and you get off the couch I sound very lazy all of a sudden, realizing, <laughs> but it, it's it's basic functionality like that that I think is pretty odd. That wasn't around. really uh, possible until wireless controllers became standard. Absolutely, which is fairly it's fairly recent development. Isn't yeah, it? well, it just became more convenient. I mean, a wired controller could turn on a system too. It just they never did. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's so. weird, right? The, yeah. I always love new consoles. It's so exciting, right? What are they going to mm-hmm. look like, and what are the specs going to be? But what are they going to smell like? It's it's mm-hmm. always a True. bummer when you have to go back to that like basic UI. Like they've been building up and adding stuff and adding yeah. stuff, and then the new console comes out. Will it have Netflix? Will it play DVDs? Will it play <laughs> Blu- Blu-rays? Yeah, like so funny. they take stuff away and then slowly spend the next five years adding it back yeah. in. So I know I know what the new consoles are going to sound like. Yeah, exactly. Processing all that 8K. <laughs> I uh, I really liked how recently buttons came back to consoles after like you got the brush touch and you'd accidentally turn <laughs> it on. Ding, yeah, yeah. And then now like the Xbox One X, just, they just put a button. Back yeah, there. naturally. I mean, they, honestly, I don't think they need to hide the buttons as well as they do too. No, you know, like not to get too old man yells at cloud about it. <laughs> But it, it is funny. Like It doesn't make it look better to me that yeah. the buttons are hidden. Every it, time I've asked somebody how to turn on a PS4 yeah, at first, yeah. slim or otherwise, or even the pro, they do not know how to do it. It has been five years, <laughs> and I hit the wrong button to <laughs> turn on time. my PS4 every time. Yeah, yeah it is weird. There's a uh, PC we have here. Um, <clears throat> it came with the Oculus the first time we ever got the Oculus. We've all played on this a lot. Yeah. And it's like a tower, and it looks kind of like a console. It looks like a PlayStation smaller than other PCs and its buttons to turn it on are so impossible to find <laughs> and they're it's, worked into these like 
creased grooves of like all this raised you know video game look nonsense yeah. on it. It's like an Indiana Jones like puzzle yeah. that you have to figure out how to open up this artifact. And the first time I had I took home the Oculus and had a bunch of people over. It was like right when VR was starting, you know, and I was so excited. Everybody's in my living room, like so honored to be able to try VR <laughs> before it's even out in public. On. Couldn't figure out how to turn it on. <laughs> I had to call Dan. I was like, I need a PC expert. And he's like, I don't know how to turn it on. <laughs> I was the first person to figure that one out. But I seriously had to like, yeah, run my fingers over like every contour. Yeah. So oh man. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't figure out when we got the PlayStation two, we thought it was busted. Me and my friends were in high school. We were so scared. And we didn't know that there was the on switch in the back. The second. Oh, that's right. That's the, the other flip. thing. They, they, they have two on switches. Why do that? What mm. purpose does that serve? <laughs> yep. No purpose. You know what an on switch would be nice to have, though, is on uh, just a controller. Because, like, I always leave my controller and, like, walk away. And then I realize, like, my Xbox controller is completely drained all its Yeah, battery. that was always the problem with the Wii, where if you jostled the controller slightly, it would wake up. And we kept our Wii controllers in our drawer. Mm-hmm. And then oh whenever we, yeah, whenever we did want to happened. play Wii, they were, the batteries were always dead. Yeah. 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 A perma off switch would be nice for that. Yeah. Wii remotes did last pretty long, though. Just take the out your batteries. Pretty good. PlayStation 3 controllers were never good for uh, battery life. Would you guys want little screens back on your controllers like Dreamcast? That was pretty cool. Oh, that I was mean, pretty sweet. I had a little virtual pet. Yeah. 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 What are you, you going to do with it, though? What, yeah. you what did they do with pick it? Your, I never pick played. your play in Madden. Yeah. But it's Nothing? Like, yeah. It's Nothing like, was ever done with it? In order to look at it, you have to look away from your TV screen. So yeah. it doesn't really make any sense. What if it, it smiles at you? No, that's not enough. Okay. There's, not a, a there's all these weird features that, like, I don't know, like the PS4 controller has a speaker in it. That was like it was used in like the first year before everybody figured out that's pretty dumb. Did I you hear the days gone day oh. when that happened here. No. So uh, our uh, guide writer Janet, she was playing Days Gone, and I thought she just had her headset off and was like, because she was using headphones. I thought she had it off and lying and like cranked at maximum volume. Yeah. I thought she was like listening to the audio volume that way. Oh. I kind of was like, hey, like you know, why are you doing that? Yeah. <laughs> why are you doing that? She's like, <laughs> it's headphones. the controller, and the yeah. controller was just screeching. There's like a moment in the game where it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening. They used it for like some kind of radio thing. Yeah, the the Wii did that a lot, and I put tape over it all the time. The sound from the Zelda sword clanging against something. I'm like, please yeah. stop you put it. Tape over it. Yes, absolutely. I hate that. It's There's so no way to adjust right? the volume of it. You, you couldn't can't. even just turn it off. I don't know if you could. So, some games I think gave you the option in the UI to dim it down or to, to decrease the volume, but for the most part, yeah, was, I put tape over it a lot. Layers because I hated that. Sound we put tape over many of our children's toys. There you go. Speaking of which, Damon, you got us what remains the bane of our life. Oh, a gift. The, the, the cat keyboard. Oh, the oh yeah. When we had our oldest daughter, and now we have two. You got you got what remains this day the loudest, most obnoxious <laughs> toy that we have in our house. Thanks. They love it. Go like yeah. Meow 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 meow. I like and like I think every single time I think the the phase. The cat keyboard's over. It has like another renaissance and recycles in the house. There you go. We also got that for cat. our niece, and uh, the parents are fine with it. But the niece's grandparents were who? Mm. No, there. No thanks. <laughs> no bueno. It was definitely a gift given by someone that does not have kids of their own. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Um, you mentioned the UI thing real quick. I will say that that was the thing that actually turned me off from Xbox One. Was not a fan of the Xbox One UI when it came over. Dude, and I it's impossible. For it's that still, reason. It's somehow so ridiculous. They have yeah. they have some of the top men in the video game industry working at that company. Top men. Top yeah, men. that was the reference. And then they've only it's only gotten worse. Yeah, it's still like it's so yeah. bad. It's the point that unless you pin a game into the dashboard, sometimes I actually don't even know how to you find. You can only it pin it. so much. I know, that's and that's like, the problem. I can't tell if it's just me being an old man or if it genuinely no. is broken, but. Like I'm like, how do I play a video game? 
No, I had that. It's a I, bit I don't above, get mad at but... it anymore, though. I was like kind of doing it. I was like talking to my wife, like trying to find like Amazon Prime, you know, yeah. Yeah. just to watch uh, Amazon streaming. And I was just, I just started laughing. I was just like, I have no idea how to start this right now. <laughs> it's well, just it random stupid. titles it all stupid. over the screen. I got exactly like lost is. in the dumb Xbox. There's no I really... use it every day. <laughs> you guys are talking about the Xbox interface. Yeah, yeah Xbox One. My Xbox One hasn't been turned on in probably yeah. two years. That's there you actually go. a good point. And, and it's a combination of it. It operates a little bit too much like a computer versus like a console. It's, it's layers deep when you're opening up a menu or a UI and then something's loading up then you're loading the settings and you're loading the uninstall menu it is like a computer versus yeah, it's like switching between like Mac and Windows or something it's like oh yeah, very much am I ever going to play that thing know. again yeah, Xbox, Xbox One yeah I'm trying like is there like what I is mean, there a game coming out in the probably next? not that you can't play on PS4 so it's like yeah or PC Halo yeah. Infinite yeah, or PC. obviously yeah probably going to be next uh, next console so wow yeah. yeah, I'll see you next generation, Xbox, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the interface stuff, I wish we could personalize and customize our game library like more. Mm. Think about everything you can do in like iTunes, mm-hmm. if anyone still uses iTunes. I, I do. Uh, and how you can arrange your music library any way you want and create playlists. Uh, arrange things by artist or developer. Yeah, you can do folders actually in PlayStation. In PlayStation Create 4. folders. Yeah, really? yeah, you can do folders and subfolders where you actually can. Uh, I think we well, have to go and categorize your games in it and decide what goes in where. But yeah, there is. I think there is a way to do that now. I'd yeah. want to set up like a well. I'd want to set up like a library of just arc- arcade games and like just yeah. retro games. Yeah, and then I want a random button on my controller. Ooh, You'll pick a game at random. There you go. Yeah, just That's go. That's really cool. Uh, random select. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation has done a lot of really good UI things, even in the context of friends lists. Like you can have yeah. uh, individual friends lists now in different categories. You can customize the sidebar and decide what options you most tune into most. If it's like you know the power, the volume, and setting. So they've done a really good job at making it easy. And this is like from an Xbox guy. I was an Xbox fan in 360 and remember the. Blades, yeah. so good. Blades, a new Xbox experience. Yeah, I remember it was fast and snappy and quick. And then they got rid of the there. blade. I know. It was really strange when that happened. Yeah, and the blades um, were. And you, you know that you know that thing controls. you all like. It's gone. <laughs> Naturally, so, evolution. Just like Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah. I'm loving the random button idea. I'm thinking about yeah. this. Do contemporary emulators have that? Yes. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. like, if you like Raspberry Pi, something you could do it because we should set up like an arcade cabinet here. I agree. With the only button besides the controls is just says random. It, it, uh, and it has to say. It has to just say. You game. can't start a game otherwise. <laughs> a giant button that just says game, and then you smash it. Yeah. And then you and then play. You're putting the game. Yeah. That'd be good. No, my that's that's a fun Saturday afternoon for me. My Retro Pi has over 6,000 games on it. Oh, random. That's crazy. What am I playing right now? Have you got the same game twice in a row? Not twice in a row. Not twice in a row? Okay. No. Just feels like it's a lot of games. But you might end up on the Virtual Boy game Mario Clash. <laughs> Have we you got? How does Virtual Boy <laughs> emulation work? It just presents it on the on the TV, but there's no 3D. De- uh, Is there any depth, depth that it looks like? No, that's why it's actually hard to tell uh, what's uh, happening. What, what platform? So you can it's jump just to kind of overlaying game. the images as well as it can. It just looks like a, it looks like a red Boy. Game Boy game on oh, like TV. Gross. But it was slightly playable. Yeah, and playable for me enough for me to get a sense of what the game was. That game's cool. It's game's very. It's just Mario Brothers, but it has. It's based on the original arcade Mario Brothers. Yeah, but I don't. It's not multi. It's not two players. Yeah, how think. could it be? Because it's the virtual point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me look in that other other ocular device. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Moving on. This is Jody from Texas. Hey, Jody. Jody says Damon keeps saying "nicely job," and I assumed it was an obscure reference that gamers know from a poor translation, like "all your base are belong to us." Mm-hmm. However, I cannot find it anywhere online, and it's driving me crazy. Can you please let me in on the reference? I asked you about that this week. Did you? Yeah, remember? You don't remember? 
How no, long has it been going I, I on said, for? What game is that from? I think it was on GameScope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it, that reference is from a GameScope that we recorded maybe a year ago, where yeah. I just goofed and said, nicely <laughs> job, instead of saying, nicely done or good job. Gotcha. <laughs> but I owned it, and now I turned it into a catchphrase. It is good, because every time I see it, uh, I see a bunch of people now saying it in the comment section. I was like, nicely job. I'm like, yeah. This is great. I'm just going to roll with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, That's awesome. I, I appropriated it. I turned it, Solid. I took control of it. There's got to be some obscure game out there that uses that for this end screen. Probably. Probably. Giant enemy crab. There's some really funny in video game oh, yeah. screens. Yeah. Mr. I was there. I was in the crowd for that. Yes. A winner is you. Did bleak. you scream? <laughs> it was just, it, that, no, because I, that was the most uncomfortable, long, hot press conference of all time. <laughs> Which conference? The Sony one, the giant enemy crab one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was I the was historical so, yeah. reenactment one? That was my yeah. first E3 working for IGN, and we were at, oh. our war room was at the convention center. Yes. We were all watching it from the war room. Yeah. And that was when they announced... Six hundred dollars. Yeah, right. That was two thousand six. Five hundred ninety nine U.S. dollars. Yep, that's crazy. And they joked that gamers would get a second job to pay for it. Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) Pre microtransactions. Uh, Jody says, "P.S. What happened to Big Tony Style? Haven't heard a question from him in a long time." Mm. Funny you should ask. Funny you should ask because this next email comes from (laughs) Big Tony. Big Tony Style. He says, Does he I, answer the question? Uh, when Man, I think of. It's a good thing you wrote in. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Big Tony Sell says, When I think of defining generations of consoles, I like to think what was brought to the table that didn't exist in the consoles that came before it. Looking at last gen, I think of all the online growth brought with Xbox Live Arcade, PSN, which changed the way we could buy and play games in a connected ecosystem. As we near the end of the current generation of Sony and Microsoft consoles, how would you define this generation? What will it be remembered for? Yeah. Microtransactions. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I've been thinking about this, too. Like, it, you know, the move to 3D is the obvious one in the 32-bit generation, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then... Wow. They ignore that. I don't know if you heard. There's a big, loud crash from the room next door. <laughs> exactly. they're, do you, Construction. They're taking stuff out of the game. Tearing us down. I think this generation sort of lacking, you know, a unified identity, or the identity it does have is not actually necessarily that positive. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, games as a service and a lot of mm-hmm. sort of mobile game tricks and tactics with loot games sort of trickling yeah. its way into the console <laughs> space, even though the games are still 60 bucks. So It's the um, 0.5 generation. Yeah, so they had editions that came out that were different than the first ones. Yeah, and like even the generation before had a couple things like you know Gears of War was like a generation defining game, and then every game after that had to you know implement a cover system and. Assassin's Creed and, and games like that showed that every game could be open world. You know, open world used to be sort of like, you, you know, a rarity well, or a novelty. Sure. And yeah. now it's just expect, like, it's more weird. It's like, wait, Dishonored's not open world? Like, it's just odd when it's not the case. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what we got last gen. And I don't know. I don't know that we got any any positive uh, console generation defining traits this time. Around. I mean, Battle Royale was cross-platform and that was a big deal. That's still, we're still yeah, in the midst cross-platform of the of that. that. One. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think most of the time, I mean, do you guys use your device as a player for a lot of different media as well, I think? Yeah, yes, but I started doing that last gen. You did, with 360 and PlayStation 3? Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. I, I, I use a lot of my consoles for that reason now. I didn't do that much um, but you know, I, I use that functionality a lot on my TV as well too. Like a lot of TVs now are smart TVs and mm-hmm. they have that built into it. So I've, I've moved away from that in my console over the last year or year or two. We've moved away from motion controls. 
Yes, thank the God. Switch uses thank a little God. bit. Yes, but like that was yeah. a you know, oh yeah. Thing. Even PlayStation Four early on, I remember even Uncharted and stuff having like balancing mm-hmm. thing you needed to do, and it's like oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. I think it's almost like stuff. a generation defined by what it's not doing anymore. Yeah, in some ways, uh, making video games, you know, crunch culture is at the forefront now, and you know, AAA game development just feels almost impossible. But um, that's balanced out. Not balanced out, but a, a counterpoint to that is that you know indie games and smaller teams. That's that's true. It's never been easier and better. Like I think the stat was Katana Zero sold a hundred thousand copies. Yeah, I may have made that up, but that's like a success for Devolver, and um, that would have been like unthinkable and impossible, mm-hmm. you know, not that long ago. Like to get a game like, I, you know, Castle Crashers was mm-hmm. like so weird and rare and mm-hmm. uncommon, and now. We have so much more depth and breadth in regards to like big blockbuster experiences all the way down to like experiences made by one person. Yeah, yeah. If we're going to get cultural. I mean, diversity and inclusion is this generation. Yeah. And this is, you know, time's up. And like game characters have never been more different from each other. And you've never had more options to play as who you want to be in games. Yep. That is all new. And that could be what we look back on as, a, you know, a time. But it has nothing to do with the tech of the consoles, really. Kind of a little bit, but it's more about, you know, the state uh, yeah. of the art of gaming. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I'll say one thing just thinking about now. Probably I would say the digital download process of actually going towards that versus buying discs. Like, I didn't buy digital games very often in the 360 PlayStation 3 generation. I almost buy them exclusively now, you know, mm-hmm. through codes or online. And there was something tangible, I, I guess. It, it, <laughs> I'm so trying we, to keep cool. A, a room is being destroyed next to us. <laughs> there's some, there's something a, going on. We have a library like full of video games that's being stored while we redo that library. But yeah. there's, like, State metal crash. Yeah. So if you can hear <laughs> that. Taking the actual shelves apart. That's well. what it is. Yeah, literally. Um, but I think we were talking about that, too, like accessibility and then just the ability to share games on different consoles if you have them digitally that functionality uh, again as somebody who has multiple consoles and has kids is really awesome I don't need to buy the actual disc multiple times because that's what I would have done in the past in order to play the game a bunch of different times so we're seeing or, or online video games as a medium get old enough now that you know Nintendo's always been doing this always reinventing Mario and Zelda but now other people have kind of figured out how to you know how to do this too like God of War is yeah. what was this the seventh mainline God of War game yeah, but, but it doesn't feel like God of War Seven. Like video games have enough history to them now that They're you can see these characters recontextualized yeah. in a new way that is interesting and fun, and still sort of tweaks your nostalgia bone, but without you know without relying solely on that. Yeah, it is true. When I was thinking about this question, it's true that not every generation provides us like a significant. Uh, leap in technology or, or like a, a significant like new milestone. Sometimes it's just like prettier versions of what you're playing before, yeah, like, which I think is what the 16-bit generation was. Even absolutely. though absolutely, yeah, that's a game, really good example. Of like that. the Super Nintendo game library is probably one of the strongest yeah. in all of gaming and still very playable today. PS2, but, GameCube, Xbox are like that as well. Yeah, so like the real significant, you know, if you're thinking of, thinking of starting with like uh, NES 8-bit, you don't get a significant leap until the 30-bit. Uh, era with PlayStation, and then like like you just said, PS2 is kind of just like more of the same. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Those games, I mean, yeah. Way to look at it. Every time I go back and play something from the SNES era, it feels yeah. so good. And the music is amazing, and the the art style and the feeling, and those are things that even now are are tricky to do. I think just that's still for, we all talked about this before. The gameplay is just so yeah, it's like at the core of you know all the games that I enjoy, and yeah, those games hold up yeah. so well. All right, this is Brennan. This is Justin. Mentioned that he wanted brawlers with cards and more card-based games. Mm. I wanted to know if he's ever played Phantom Dust. Yeah, dude. 
Yeah. Yeah. Man of Dust is great. <laughs> he says, that might be right up his alley. It had a lot of things that were well ahead of its time, and it has an art style that is stylized enough that it hasn't aged as poorly as many of its peers on the original Xbox. Additionally, it was remastered and is available for free on Xbox One. Yeah. Does Brendan suggest a game for CJ to play? Why? No. Because he suggested one for Dust? Justin. Uh, no, he didn't nice. suggest one for you either. <laughs> when I, was, I don't expect that kind of interaction. <laughs> When I was uh, <laughs> suggesting a brawler, I was thinking more like Final Fight, like 2D style. But yeah, Phantom Dust, absolutely. Is Phantom Dust a brawler? Yeah. I know it's some sort of a card battle game. It's a yeah. it's a third-person combat game where you have a deck of cards, and then you choose which ones want to be in your deck, and then those become moves that are mapped to the face buttons on the controller. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Kill me. <laughs> you, I think you might like Phantom Dust. Do you fight in it? What? Do you like, what, is it a brawler? Is that what you guys are talking about? It's a f- Why you're talking about it? <laughs> sort of. A card brawler? Sort of. Like you punch people? Yeah. Or do you use a card? You, you also punch, you action, punch it's an and action, use cards. It's an action yeah. game. Okay, so it is a combination of that. <laughs> CJ? You can't once CJ? An episode, I didn't see what No, happened. once an episode, you did it, Sam. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> oh. All right, um, we've got 22 minutes. What are we going to do for the rest of this episode? We're going to look at this 1998 Buyer's Guide from EGM. With over 1,100 game reviews and oh, crap is in it. Boom. Turns out the asterisk, it's like it's 50 reviews and t- <laughs> yeah, 1,050 1, tricks. Yeah. Uh, on the front, on the cover is uh, Goldeneye, Parappa, Star Fox 64, Final Fantasy VII, and Lara Croft. Nice. Not Tomb Raider. We, uh, this is an EGM video game buyers guide. This is an EGM. 1998. The very first time my name was ever in print was it was in an EGM buyers. There's that boomerang controller again. I said I was recommending yeah. mobile games. <laughs> Uh, right off the bat, I like this ad for the, this uh, personal video game TV. Ooh. It's a 13-inch monitor with speakers that are attached to it, and they swivel oh. open so you can close uh, them. Maybe can, we should get that for our retro setup by our desk. That's what I was going to say. Idea. It's play it. It's called the GX Personal Video Game TV. Is there a phone number we can call? Has, Why would you want to close the speakers over it? To protect the screen or take, take up traveling? less space? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's just, just going to scratch the screen. It How? comes with video game sound presets. Oh, there you go. Uh, and also graphic enhancement circuitry. Gotcha. Mm, very What's skeptical. it called? I'm going to look it up and scratch uh, there. How many D batteries does that the take? GX Why personal? is it so hard to find the title of it? It just says it right here. What a great right? ad. Personal video game TV. It's, so it's it was, $200. It was... Here's the here's the bet. Wait, 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 wait. Before Sam looks it up. Yeah, yeah. It was 199 back then. Is it going to be more than that or less than that now? Well, it's hard to calculate because that's after a $30 mail-in rebate. Oh. <laughs> Nobody can do that. So, so, give, give me what you think the product name is. GX Personal Video Game TV. Is it Panasonic? Samsung GX TV. No, nah, it's less. It's the no, Samsung no. GX TV. No one even like knew what Samsung was back then. Exactly. Samsung was not a name brand that started until they got wow. to the TV market space, the flat screens. Uh, cool Borders 2. Mm-hmm. Anyone know that one? Snowboarding game? Yeah. I just, there's an ad for it, and the tagline is, Be on a first-name basis with the ozone layer. Cool. There you I go. Because you're gonna go, you're gonna go up so, so high, high. In, the half, in the half pipe off That's, the jumps. But the, it doesn't have like a first name. No. Oh. <laughs> what if it doesn't have a name? <laughs> it's the ozone layer. Okay, I found one. All right. It's gonna be less. Uh, what was the what was the price that we're looking at? 199. This After this a thirty dollar mail in rebate. Okay. So this is two hundred fifty bucks plus twenty four dollars in shipping. <laughs> it's more. Wow. It's look more. how look how it has a, a chrome case when it closes. That's really cool, that, yeah. Sam. Do we have a capex budget? We got to get. Yeah, this. we can capex. <laughs> this. Is it? Um, is Unless it anybody in good out shape? there has one that they want to send us one. Oh my god. I'm like. It's that graphic enhancement circuitry. Yeah, that's much cooler than I expected. The way that it hinges <laughs> shut, actually, it looks like it actually like matches up at the seams. It's a cabinet with a little bulb on it when it shuts. That's it's so confusing why it has to do that. So that's weird. cool. 
Okay. All right. You ready for this feature? This is the good, the bad. Oh, I can make an offer. Hey, I don't have to pay the full price. All right. We got to. got to move on with the show. (laughs) No. The construction (laughs) in the back. We're gonna get canceled. The good, the bad, and the and the silly. EGM takes a look at the wild side of gaming. Oh boy. Are you guys ready? Is this a Sean baby joke? Might get silly in here. All right, in 1998, game most bought by the EGM staff was Mario Kart 64. Naturally. They say, uh, we're all fans of the first game, and the 64-bit update, although not quite as good, captures nearly all the fun of the original. Wow, what a day. Not quite as good as uh, Super Mario Kart. Hey, I love the SNES version, though. That that is the the tightest feeling. Oh, stop that. That Mode 7, Sam. It is not. It's so good. (laughs) Don't even... The most addictive We played game. Mario 64 yesterday. We played Mario, Mario 64, Kart. Kart 64. Yeah. Mario, yeah. yeah. What, what did you think? Was, was it playable? It was playable. Yeah. yeah. It's still a lot of fun. A little hard to tell like what's coming up on the horizon. But. Do you not like the Mode 7 version of the SNES no, one? No, I hate Super Oh my Mario gosh. Kart. I love it. It's to so me, the hard turning, to follow. No, the turning and the way that if you actually know how to bumper jump and turn, like that game was like tactile. Single player point. or two player? Both. <laughs> Both were amazing, Sam. So you agree with EGM? I'm going to destroy you. I mean, in this, in this hot take, I do, actually. Wow. Uh, EGM's most <laughs> addictive game was GoldenEye, mm-hmm. 007. Naturally. They say, um, GoldenEye for the Nintendo 64 is simply incredible. Not only is the one-player game great to play, look at, and listen to, the multiplayer mode is reason enough alone to pick this one up. I like how they call it the one-player yeah. game, not <laughs> single-player. Yeah. that term. Yeah, it's funny. That game is also like, uh, what was the game we were just talking about? Uh, Resident Evil, a little while ago back. If you play Goldeneye now. We it, weren't talking about Resident Evil. It, a while ago we were. I'm just we're, saying, if, if this came up in 20 questions. Not in this episode. Said, fine, fine. Damon, do we mention I'm constantly the game, thinking the moment at the, the desk. The game was Resident Evil. We right. it. I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that was like Christmas. <laughs> that was like December. In my mind, it feels like yesterday. Uh, that is the last uh, game that I've played where the controls and the yeah. way the game felt. I was like, oh, and then you play it. Goldeneye, like, Goldeneye is impossible to play. It really is. It's one of those games where, yeah. Oh, because we were playing Resident Evil 2 on the CRT television yes. on PlayStation. Yes. Yeah. That, or 64. Yeah. That yes. was a disaster. It was. <laughs> Gold and I feel similar now going yeah. back to it. All right. The biggest vaporware in 1998 was the M2. Oh, yeah. It was supposed mm. to be the follow-up to the 3DO. Yep. Oh, never, right, right. Yeah. Never materialized. Best uh, voice acting was Oddworld Abe's Odyssey. <laughs> Worst voice acting was Mega Man 8. Yeah. Oh, no, that's amazing. <laughs> I know. Mega Man. Mega Man. <laughs> uh, they have an award for best middle. Best middle? <laughs> okay. They say it's Symphony of the Night. I don't understand. Yeah, so, the... strange award, isn't it? Well, not too many games actually have a middle, but Symphony of the Night's case, many of you may have thought your game was over when, in fact, it was only half finished. Oh, that's no. their, Okay. That's their, at least that's their line of thinking. <laughs> Back from the Dead Award goes to Game Boy Pocket. Okay. All right. Uh, if you read last year's Buyer's Guide, you know that we pretty much left the Game Boy for dead, featuring it as one of the four systems ready to retire, along with the Sega CD, 32X, and Jaguar. Ooh. But now it's back. The pocket brought it back. Yep. Mm. Uh, <laughs> best diarrhea in a game. <laughs> uh, in 1998, that's yeah. tough. Parappa the Rapper. Yeah, good one. Gotcha. Which I didn't even remember, but yeah, and I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, I guess there's a whole scene where he's <laughs> like, whole song. bakes a seafood pie. For, yep. Yeah, and then he gets sick. <laughs> There's some awards that are no longer appropriate that we have to skip over. Uh, page 28, we've got... Uh, they weren't appropriate then either. Yeah. Most hype... Yeah, that's true. Most hype for a game, Final Fantasy VII. Yep. Naturally. Best sequel, Symphony of the Night. Most disappointing sequel, FIFA 64. Sure. Sure, I don't We can know. all remember well, that. FIFA 63 was a lot better. I don't remember why. Um, 
It was pretty good. <laughs> no. Didn't get you? No, right. not this time. FIFA 63. <laughs> no. There was a clay okay. fighter 63 and a third. There sure third, was. Exactly. And we had that on, our, uh, on 20 Questions once, right? Best cure for insomnia, Tale of the Sun. PlayStation game. I never played it, but I was aware of it. I think they're saying it's boring. Mm. Yeah, right. Tale in the Sun is mm. notorious. It's just a slow... Mm. You play like a Neanderthal, I think, and wander around the world yeah. and nothing really happens. It's basically impossible. Dan Riker has a really amazing Tale in the Sun series of videos. <laughs> uh, best intro goes to Soul Blade. They say, uh, best intro of the year. Heck, the opening cinema to this PlayStation fighter from Namco is the best intro ever. Soul Blade was a precursor ever. to Soul Calibur, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> game you need a PhD to play Carnage Heart I don't know isn't that, a, isn't that like a Disgaea sure. they say uh, we knew we were in over our heads when, with Carnage Heart as soon as we opened its box the fr- 34 page manual was no big deal but then we flipped through the accompanying 60 page strategy guide which was jammed with graphs and in-depth sections on battle tactics and how to program your OKE charts <laughs> alright yeah. well, sure it might, it might be a mech game most promising game company, Rare. Oh, actually, yeah, that's good. At yeah. least the next year or two. Yeah, next couple of years. They were right in the middle. That was like right in the middle of the Rare Renaissance. Yeah, they give a Best Print Ad Award because, of course, yeah. the magazine, and that went to Final Fantasy VII. Whoa! Does it? Did they show it? Uh, a little tiny mm. image okay. of it there. Yeah, okay. I know. Oh, it's because I know why. I remember. The ad says, if Final Fantasy VII, it's a very cheeky ad, if Final Fantasy VII were available on cartridge, it would retail for around $1,200. That was the ad. The ad was just taking a pox shot at Nintendo. That's, oh, that's like, you don't need to do that. You stole Savage. Square from Nintendo. <laughs> Savage. Yeah. Yeah, the ad for the game is just a bag on <laughs> somebody else. Uh, then there's EGM's special report, which system is best? Oh, well, they're just jumping. They're just, well, let's they just cut right to it. five-year-old systems in that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they go through each system. Nintendo 64, they have four, five reviewers reviewing each system. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's getting louder. This is crazy. Uh <laughs> The They're scores. just talking about the noises again, yeah. Yeah. not the Nintendo 64 <laughs> scores. <laughs> Their scores range from 9 to a 7. Mm-hmm. Basically say the AAA games are very few and far between. Sushi X gave it the 9, yeah. which is awkward since we know that he doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the must-have peripherals for Nintendo 64 were the Rumble Pack, the Interact Arcade Shark, which is a third-party stick mm. that see i don't even know how you would hold it <laughs> what a piece of crap look at that thing <laughs> the nintendo controller pack and the interact game shark of course cool. we got yeah. game shark up and running here recently for the nintendo 64. rumble pack top 10 favorites for the system this is 90, 1998 remember going uh counting down from 10 is tetrasphere yeah pilot like wing 64 madden 64 fun blast core sports game wave race mario kart 64 star fox goldeneye Number two is International Superstar Soccer 64. Oh, okay. Number two. Yeah, must be. And Mario 64, of course. This is pre-Ocarina of Time. That's soccer, why? Some of those games are good. Yeah. PlayStation has much higher scores than the Nintendo 64, ranging from 9.5 to 8.5. This is what if the kind today of, we let every reviewer here rate each system? I mean, you get, and then they got to review games. Yeah. That's insanity. <laughs> that would never work. <laughs> it happened in 1998. There's also more PlayStation reviews. I think there's five of them. There wasn't five. There was five for. Okay. I think it's the same people each time. They say this is the kind of system to sink your money into. There you go. Oh, Future proofing. They're that's not their wrong. Assessment. Uh, PlayStation peripheral must must haves the dual analog pad, of course, and then the 
the Negcon oh, analog it controller. Uh, it spins in the middle yeah. for like racing games, I think. Weird. Memory card and the uh, Namco GunCon, of course, for point blank. Is that what the, the gall- yeah. shooting gallery games were? Mm-hmm. Uh, top 10 That's favorites time crisis. on PlayStation. Jumping Flash 2, Mega Man X4, <laughs> Twisted wow. Metal 2, Tomb Raider, Tekken 2, NBA Live 97, NFL Game Day 98. Was that the college football series? Yeah, but man, that's so weird. Final Before. Fantasy 7, Madden 98, and Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Didn't they have Final I, Fantasy 7 on their most anticipated list? Yeah. Now they're putting it at number three on their best games list. They also have a preview of Final Fantasy VII <laughs> coming later. So Out of all of those games, only two of them would I even consider playing. But sports games wait, were huge ones? Castlevania back and, and Final Fantasy VII? Yeah. yeah. I, played I mean, all of those Tomb Raider was so, such a big deal yeah. back at the time. I guess yeah. so. It was, I mean, it's a bigger deal on PC, though. Now we get into the low-scoring console, Saturn. Ooh. Sushi X gives an 8.5, <laughs> but uh, Crispin Boyle gives us, gives us just a flat five. Gives Thanks. a couple flat fives. Ouch. The Saturn is the only system that can thrill me on one month and totally disappoint me the next. Ooh. Assessment there. Uh, I'm not even going to go over the peripheral must-haves. Sega Analog Pack <laughs> is crazy looking. The Sega Netlink is this keyboard and modem uh, that you get it online with. Yep. Uh, the favorite games for the Sega uh, Saturn. See how many of these you uh, remember. Sega Rally, Virtual Fighter 2. Mega Man X4, Worldwide Soccer 97, Knights, Guardian Heroes, Dragon Force, yeah. Street Fighter Alpha 2, Madden 98, and Saturn Bomberman at number one. Yeah. Saturn Bomberman. Saturn Bomberman at 10 wow. points. Yep. I wouldn't play any of those games. What is the uh, company line? Uh, this is Bern- Bernard Stoller. Okay. Bernie Stoller. Of Sega? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Currently, we are focusing the majority of our efforts on Saturn software. Sega is still the number one software company on a global basis. All right, wait a minute. He said what this, is that? He said yeah. this uh, the year, uh, like scant year before Dreamcast <laughs> came out. Yeah, we're just focusing and, on the Saturn. Yeah. Well, also the yeah. year that like Metal Gear Solid came out and Ocarina of Time and yeah. Re- Resident Evil 2 and they're the global leader, leader in software. They had a lot of arcade games, but... We have weird. some of the most talented producers in the industry. The same people who made the great Sega games you loved in the past are hard at work making great games for the future. There is unstopped potential in the Saturn that the 98 lineup will take advantage of. Unstopped potential? <laughs> Just a weird way of saying that. The Super Nintendo is in here. Uh, that's weird. Ranked everywhere from 8 to 5.5, 1998. Wow, what? Uh, every system has a group of games. Oh, wait. No, that's just about the games. The favorites for the uh, Super Nintendo in 1998 were Tetris Attack, Super Mario Kart, Mario World, Final Fantasy III, Contra 3, Yoshi's Island, Super Metroid, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Legend of Zelda, and Mario All-Stars. Is Mario All-Stars on number one? Number one. Over Link to the Past? Yeah. <laughs> and over Mario World. Jeez. A, a package of, of what, three pre-release NES games. games. I mean, if you're allowing compilations, like that checks out. I mean, I mean, it's good. No, but not over time. Why are they rating the system so low as well? Like, clearly that was one of those things where, like, nostalgia is not well, factoring it was 90, in, it was I suppose. 98. I know, yeah. I know. But it's the like, Genesis got much lower scores. Oh. Everything from 7.5 to 4.0. Ooh. The Genesis, yeah. Ouch. How far are they falling out of favor? I know. Yeah. Top 10 games, Revenge of Shinobi, Sonic 2, NHL 94, Shining Force 2, yes, Thunder Force 3, Ghouls and Ghosts, Herzog's Vi, mm-hmm. Strider, Fantasy Star 2, and Gunstar Heroes. It's a pretty one. good lineup. It's it is bad. a good lineup. I never played Sonic 2. I only played 1 and 3. Sonic 2 is good. 2 is great. I know 2 is the one that people like. Yeah, two's I think and 3 is better than yeah. 2, but I think 2 is great. Mm. They have capsule reviews of handheld systems in here. Gamecom. By Tiger Electronics is in here. We have one of those in the office. Do we? Well, in our in the uh, 
in the case. Yeah. The honored dead. The honored dead. <laughs> they might have been cool at the time. Time has proven other otherwise. What the hell were they thinking? They're including 32X, Sega CD, Virtual Boy, Neo Geo CD, Jaguar 3DO, and Game Gear. Ah, uh, Game Gear. Portable color. There's like a dark time in the 90s where like, like it's unfathomable today. But everybody was making game consoles. Yeah. As a kid, it was terrifying. You didn't you you didn't want to make the wrong what choice. What to buy? Yeah. The Game Gear actually was pretty cool. Is that Shiggy? <laughs> Yeah, they have a, on page 63, they have a profile on the Game Boy. You've all heard the name before. Now take a look at the past, present, and future of the greatest man in video game history, That's Shigeru cool. Miyamoto. Show that. I mean, you can't really see, but that is really cool on wireframe. Yeah. It's a whole like just profile on Miyamoto in there. We'll jump ahead here to the preview section. Uh, there's the thousand. We just scrolled right past the, the 1,000 <laughs> tricks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so they got a preview from Madden 64. Does anybody remember anything significant about this game? No. I mean, uh, as you might expect, Madden 64 is a completely 3D game, unlike its 32-bit counterparts. What you might not expect is that it doesn't come with the NFL license uh, that has become a mainstay of video game football. Uh, the reason for this is that Acclaim secured exclusive rights to the NFL license for the Nintendo 64. Oh, hmm. Is that crazy? Okay, yeah. I had no well, idea. It's like, it's like 2K. 2K ran into that as well early on. Like Everybody wanted 2K to get the license um, for football games. They just never got it because EA secured it. And oh, the 2K is basketball. But Madden 64 is EA. That's so wild. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, they do, we mentioned Saturn Bomber, Saturn Bomberman. That's their actual like fun facts little uh, blurb on the page. Is that Saturn Bomberman is the biggest multiplayer console game ever, supporting ten players at a time. I still want to. I, I feel like that would be so much fun to play. Yeah. yeah. So so wait. So how did they like? Is there a multi tap port? Yeah, you did two multi taps, two or three multi taps. That's crazy. And then it actually wasn't. Uh, you know, I remember reading about it in EGM and stuff. And the whole point was that it's, since it all took place on a single screen, like right. it actually was less mm -hmm. chaotic and hard to follow than you might think. That's right. Really smart. That's pretty cool. And finally, in their tricks and code section, they have an article: ten cool places to look on the net. <laughs> the latest tricks, <laughs> tips, and codes. Is, is IGN64.com one of them? Hold your, ho oh. Hold your horses. Hold your horses. Number 10, Rainier Schmied's PS Cheats. <laughs> 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 Just go to www.stuttgart.netsurf.de backslash tilde schmied backslash cheats.htm. That's in the magazine. .htm. <laughs> <laughs> they say, though not graphically anything to write home about, this is one of the better trick sites for finding the latest codes. A MIDI music file plays in the background while cool. you're searching, but it gets annoying. <laughs> it would be nice if there was an option to turn it off. Oh, so good. <laughs> Just review the website. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Number nine, countless codes. Eight, Misha's Cheat Central. Yes. Just go to pw1.netcom.com backslash tilde mzt backslash cheats.html. Oh, man. So good. We got to go to all these. Would you? Oh. <laughs> this site has been out for a little less than a year. It takes a little while to load, but it's not bad. It takes a little while to load. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, Sega Online. Hints and tips. Sega's official. Like, wow. Sure. How do you think the music is? Number six, GameCenter.com. Yeah. The whole thing. Number five, Happy Puppies Cheats. Oh, we've been there. We've been yeah. to before. None of these are around. Yeah. I, rem I remember But number that four, N64.com. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. What does it look like? That looks like IGN. It, it is. It's the old IGN in 1998. That's, I mean, that's the old IGN. Yeah. That's yeah. just totally recognizable. Yeah. N64.com is what turned into IGN. That left Amazing. They say, let's listen to the review. Though this site only pertains to Nintendo 64, it is probably one of the best sources for finding tricks for that system. It also has news on future games and reviews for those that are currently out. The site is clean, graphically pleasing, and has no real drawbacks. I think that's still true today. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think Bias. We need to adopt that. IGN. <laughs> I've never clean, clean, graphically pleasing, <laughs> and no real drawbacks. No real drawbacks. <laughs> I'm assuming I've never asked Pear, but like surely Nintendo asked for instance, like at some point they're like, "Yo, you got yeah, yeah." Give that's us. why that that all changed. The change, yeah. sure. and then they changed it to IGN mm-hmm. 64. That's crazy. I mean, those addresses. So what was like <laughs> number three is just called cheaters, but yeah. the address <laughs> is geocities.com <laughs> backslash Times Square backslash arcade backslash eight three one five backslash cheaters I can see the red line all the yeah. way across the page. It's ahead of it's ahead of n64.com. Wait, wait, wait. Number uh, one, the best site to find tricks on the net in '98 was called Universal Games. The address is islandart.com backslash islandart backslash Tim. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. The internet. Yeah. Just load up that Netscape navigator and yeah. log on. The 1998 oh. video game buyer's guide from EGM. <laughs> Uh, and normally, uh, bring us to video game twenty questions. What do you think? Does CJ have to go solo this week? Yeah, Sam and I have to bounce. I oh, geez, solo. I don't know. Two minutes. Should we do a speed round? We can we come have... back and do one. Come back for video game twenty questions. Yeah. probably be in forty minutes or so. Okay. Spoilers: We're not coming back. <laughs> I'll come back. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's so let's regroup. We'll All right. Let's do All it. Great. All right, and that brings us to video game 20 questions. And I don't mind telling you that this week's game was physically mailed to me. Oh, cool. With nice. a letter from Patrick M. in Long Island, New York. And he says, I've been trying to get this game on 20 questions. I email GameScoop every week to try to get this game on. I thought, why not just send it to you? Now, one of the clues, cool. Justin, is that uh, yeah. uh, it fits in Damon's backpack because he just brought his backpack in. And that's you know, true. It fits in there. So that's yeah. a clue. You know, as a father of two, I've owned several backpacks in my day. So. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah. It's yeah. The gray. Mm-hmm. So, let the questioning begin. Does your character wear a hat? No. Okay, no hat. Got it. Emphatic no hat. That's a clue in itself. Okay. Uh, this game on an optical, ba- released on optical-based medium. Yes. Okay. Could this game have appeared in the uh, 1998 Buyer's Guide of EGM? No. Hmm. Okay, so before 98. After 98. Or after 98, yeah, sorry. Let's go with before. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> After Sega 98, Saturn. disc based medium, no hat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Did this game have multiplayer? Yes. Mm. Multiplayer. Okay. Uh, is this game from Japan? No. Ooh, okay. That's five. Okay. Uh, I think it's like Xbox maybe here. Yeah. Little, uh, yeah. Was this on, uh, was this a, a, a first party game? No. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Should we, should we, I think we should, uh, Define console. Yeah. Um, Was it multi-platform? Yes. Oh God. Yeah, that's that's not good. Okay. uh, Is this predominantly known as an Xbox game? Well, no. Wait. If it's not, if it's if it's it's multi-platform. Yeah. um, That's I mean. That's a bad question. Rack that one. Um, Is this from the latest generation of consoles? The one we're currently in. Yeah. No. Okay. So that's. A couple generations. That's yeah. GameCube, PS2, PS3, Xbox 360 era. It's a lot in there yeah. still. Yeah. Uh, could also be PC. Yeah. Uh, are you? Is the main mechanic in this game shooting? No. Okay. So it's a multiplayer game that's not a shooter. So that's a fighter. Uh, uh, what else? Or a brawler. Or we brawler. had brawler last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. 
That's good. Or sports. Or yeah, I don't think. Yeah, uh, could be a I think someone would send Damon a sports. Game. I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, he didn't look disappointed when he came in, so it's hard to tell. Yeah. Uh, well, let's try to do genre again, real quick. Was this it, game well received? Uh, reasonably well received. Yes, that's ten. That's, that's such a throwaway yeah, question. Yeah. Well, no, because usually when it's a turkey, it helps us, and we got one that was uh, on the on question twenty uh, with Seth, where uh, it was a bad game. With multiplayer, so we knew what it was. Uh, yeah. Is this? Yeah, we, we're not going to get this one anyway. So <laughs> Stop that, Sam. Stop it. Um, multi-platform, multi-platform, not Japanese. How do we just narrow it down more? Disc-based. You guys have to have the console. I, I usually do. Not a shooter. No, I don't need to have the console. Um, yeah, I don't need to have the console in this situation. If it's multi-platform, um, just generationally, it's really tough. Yeah, it is. I mean, should we ask if it's a fighting game? Just or, get that out of the way. Or sequels. Mm. Genre is good. I, I do like genre. I, I do we too. We just do all of our rest of our questions on genre. We might sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is but, it? Let's ask it. We know it's multiplayer, so we don't have to ask any. Well, hey, the fighting game makes sense. Eliminates a lot on what about a bunch do, of discussions. Does it help games. to say like, do you compete or do you work together? Or because like, even that is so vague. Because you can play sports games that way, and it's still. Oh, yeah. it, is it a fighting game? Yes. Okay. Cool. That okay. Is so good. It yes. is. All right. Disc, We're still not going to get No, stop it. I think we can because it's not that. <laughs> okay, many but super it's not. And it's, it's not developed in Japan, so that takes out Soul yeah. Calibur, yeah. Uh, Cap, all of Capcom maybe? fighting games. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could be Mortal Kombat. It could Mortal, be Mortal Dinius. or Killer. Yeah. Um, Why on the NES? What? No, I'm saying like some of the a lot of the NES stuff would potentially be. Uh, it's a disc based. It's a disc based game. What yeah, but and it's from the last two platforms. Can you just run through your logic? The Wii, the Wii U, the Wii U, and the Wii. Last two generations. I wouldn't count the Wii about? as last two generations, but okay. Well, I guess I would. Yeah. yeah, okay. What are you guys talking about? Why are you talking about the NES? No, I'm saying I'm trying to eliminate some of the fighting games that are on each of the systems. Okay. Yeah. Do you think it's that crappy castle? No, that was a, I was going to do the Castlevania fighting game. Uh, the, uh, what are we at, 11? Yeah, 11 questions. All right. Is this predominantly known for its gore? No. Okay. Whoa, a nice so, fighting game. So a fight, a, a friendly fighter. Yeah. Not developed in Japan. That's the part that's true. So tricky. like Injustice? Uh, maybe, is yeah. This a licensed game? Yes. Okay. 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 Uh, it, is this a... Mm, yeah, I'm trying to think if this is a cross-up. Do you know what I mean? I think we yeah. can narrow it down to if it's... Uh, wait, wait, that's a, that's a Canadian word. But a better oh, cross-up. Well, yeah. <laughs> it is. Really? Yeah. What do you, what do you We mean, call sorry? it a crossover. We like call them milk bags. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You've been listening. Uh, yeah, it's like a crossover. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because um, then this could be like because you know, you're Marvel saying Capcom, it could be yeah, yeah. that's Japanese. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think it's, I think it's probably Injustice, but let's yeah. Okay. Um, well, do you oh, license? Oh, there's all kinds. Of, that's what I mean. Does does this game feature DC superheroes? No. Oh. Ooh, <laughs> a <laughs> licensed fighting game. <laughs> that eliminates. Oh a lot. man. Okay. Uh, uh, I feel like we. So should... there's like nin- is there Ninja Turtles games that came out recently? It's not. Uh, no. Nothing. I feel like. Even if it was disc based, I feel like maybe there's like a 16 bit or a, a 3D oh, yeah. question that might allow us to. Because a lot of games that got re released and then they were still primarily like what 16 bit. What type of graphics? Yeah, is. what type of sure. graphics it but is. Do, okay. Are there fighters like that? Yeah. It was, I mean, the weird stuff like Nidhogg and stuff. Is that going to count? But that's it's I mean. not a fighter. No. Wow. Uh, not traditional. It, it's not licensed anyway. So, like, we were like a. This is a tie-in, funny, licensed, like weird thing that has a fighting game, or it's like something yeah. as big as Injustice. It could be like after well, '98. It could be Masters of Terracossi. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was, Maybe know. that might have come out after '98. It was. It is licensed. Yeah, I think that was before. 
Yeah, Shit, might be, it might be. Um, trying to look at Damon. I know exactly. It's part of the game, man. Just look, seeing if Damon breaks when you. Uh, um, how many? How many? Where are we at? Okay, we're 14. at fourteen. About to come on the home. What about stretch. PlayStation All Stars? Was that developed here? I thought that was Japan, wouldn't it be? No, Japan? I don't think so. Well, maybe. I don't know who's Is that who called Battle Royale. I don't. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's fine. Well, okay. So let's think of like. let's think of. I think license is probably the strongest angle. Oh, so absolutely. let's think of like license like, fighting, fighting. Let's think of oh, licenses. What that about? Are, should we ask if it's an indie game? That's, why would an indie game have a licensed know, fighting game? I don't know, but like, sometimes it, like Scott Pilgrim or something would be like a That's a brawler, though. It's not no, a fighting game. No, I'm just game. saying it's just an indie game with a license. Yeah, well, that's and what I was wondering. if this is something like see, small yeah. enough, like an adult swim game or something, then I'm worried about that. They did make that game where Jesus fights. <laughs> He's my favorite fictional character. <laughs> There's, uh, um, well, that's what I mean. There, there is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Yeah, that is, there was that, too. That is a, a, a Smash Brothers knockoff. That's what I was thinking of, like, 16-bitter trying to identify. Yeah, if it's something like old school like that. I don't know where to go. I don't know either. Uh, it feels like we're. Should we ask if it's based on a movie, comic book, or TV show? Let's ask. Let's ask movie. Like that? Is let's it ask, based? Well, what things? Because I feel like it's. Out? I feel like it's Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. For know. a fighter. I feel like it's. Oh no, because it's not. That's the wrong generation that I'm yeah. thinking of. Yeah. So I'm wrong. Say. Maybe comic books or. Let's ask comic books because movies I think would be too. Is this, does this ba- does this based on characters that appear in comic books? No. That's fifteen. It's fifteen. That eliminates. Where's the boss music? That I was so thinking much. Of. I mean, it was I didn't, seriously yeah, I didn't really plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. What if uh, it's based on like uh, mascots and snacks, like the Noid? That's too. I, there's just not <laughs> enough of that in like Chester in Cheetah. recent generations. I know. I know. Um, oh, man. Well, I think I think maybe the indie question is a good one because there's a bunch I think of it's a bad just idea. Be, wait, did we ask if it just had DC characters in it? That's what we asked. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. did. So it can't be Mortal no. Kombat versus DC, right. and it can't be Injustice, correct? Right. And it can't be Ninja Turtles. It can't be. Was Ninja there Turtles. a like recent Marvel game that was similar? To, no, mm. was asked the comic. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That eliminates the comic book question. Eliminated what so kind much. of movie and TV characters could even TV? <sighs> you might have been onto something with the PlayStation All Stars, though. Yeah. Because I mean that's technically, well, no, because it's multi-platform, so it couldn't be battle royale. Right. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, that is a good save. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's all those games. Man. Um. Fighter. Yeah. It's it's got to be some kind of new kind of DLC indie indie. I don't know why I think that. Is this an indie game? No. Man. Because you know there's Duck Game and all that stuff. But that's, that's not a license. No, I know, but I just, what if there's something in there? Um, and it wasn't badly received? Oh, what what are, uh, what are like, all the anime fighting games? Like, are there any that were could have been like made in Dragon America? Dragon Ball? Like, uh, I don't know. What's the uh, all those All those Avatar? anime All those anime fighters are... Are all Namco. They're right? all Nam, Bandai Namco, yeah. yeah. Most of them, anyway. Like something that Mitchell's reviewed, you know? Yeah. But it also, this could have been it's, 15 it's, years yeah, ago. Yeah, it could have been two generations ago. Like something on PlayStation 2, you know, which is like super funny and, and just some awful licensed game that people liked at the time. I just can't think of anything that is not based on either a comic book Did we talk about or... Castlevania Judgment? We did, right? Yeah, I, I'd mentioned that, but that's a Japanese game. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's kind of I love it, though. I, we, you love that game? No, no, I just think okay. that's the funniest thing <laughs> yeah. for someone to send Damon to do this game with. <laughs> Sam's cheating. Sam's cheating. Don't look uh, it up. Yeah, I wish my, my mom was next to um, me to answer this. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I have no idea. Yeah. There are I mean, literally no questions I can think of that, to ask that make it any if easier. If the era helped, would it? 
I don't. I don't think no. so. The, the the graphics. No, you guys keep saying that. <laughs> if we did find out it was like PS2 era, then I would really shift our. our... Well, but we it's know still it's not 3D. What about like a Nickelodeon fighting game? Do, yeah. do you know of any Nickelodeon fighting games that might have come out? Because it's not gory, so we know it's like kids like. But those are usually all based off comic books. Yeah. Mm. Most of them. I just can't like I know that there's like a SpongeBob kart racer and platformer, totally, but I don't totally. know that there's a SpongeBob fighting game. Yeah. No. Especially not one that was reviewed favorably. Okay, so we know it's not this generation. Should we just ask just one burner question? Is this the last generation? Sure. Because if it's not, it's GameCube era. And then I think we can kind of think about it differently. Okay. Well, am I wrong about that? What, what are you asking? Is this, is the, this is from the last generation? Of, so from of PS3, 360? Yeah. No. Okay, so we're looking at PS2, so GameCube, Xbox. Unless it was like primarily an arcade game and then it just got re-released on consoles. Just think of like almost like decent but shovelware stuff that would have been on the PS2, GameCube, Xbox. That's hard. That's so long ago. Because all these things had... Like all movies had games at the time. So, Are we doing this wrong? Oh, we're, we're so far gone. <laughs> Battle wow, Arena, Battle Arena, to to Shinden, Virtua Fighter. Those are the only games that I can think. Well, no, because you even asked if it was in the EGM magazine. And those are all Japanese. It's like sandwiched between 1998 and 2008. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we eliminated all the Mortal Kombat. 2005. Combats. Yeah, 2005. What do, we, what do we ask? Yeah, to eliminate those. Yeah, like. We asked if they were gory. Yeah, that's right. Uh,. I want to help you, but I don't want to. I don't want to confuse you. Okay, I'll just say there. There was an early question you asked that uh, the information could be. Uh, it could lead you down the wrong path. Because mm. it, it couldn't have what the EGM one. I think it might be the license one. Okay. The license mm. one. Maybe, maybe we're getting too hung up on what the license is. You've also asked yourselves good questions that you didn't ask me. Great, great. <laughs> uh, F. Jeez. Uh, I mean, like I, about comics and movies and TV, maybe. Oh well, unless TV is different from comics, it's inherently different. That's a whole different medium. <laughs> well, my well, dude. I know, well, but there's was, so many. There's so many things that cross over where they've either been comics first and then hit TV later. I yeah. just don't think that. Oh, TV my mom just texted me the answer. That's nice. <laughs> good. <laughs> Um, well, do you want to ask? Yeah, TV. If it if it's a TV, I don't. Why know. would it be TV? I especially then. I don't think like it would. especially back in that generation. Uh, and then the only thing is the graphics. Like if it's a sixteen based versus yeah, it does, I don't think it would be. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna help. Is this based on a TV set of characters? No. 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 So should we just ask movie and then a- and then answer this? We should just throw a bunch and ask the hack. Because I, I don't think it's from. Have we mentioned? You only have one. I, I have we mentioned the game already? No. Okay. Oh, there you go. So, All right. Nowhere near. So that means that we have to guess. <laughs> and I think that it is Hollywood Monsters Unleashed. <laughs> Was there a um? What? No. Okay. Never mind. Was there Disney stuff? You think? Like a, a Disney huh, fighter? I don't know. All, that's all. I've, I fold. I I don't know what this. Yeah, is. this is crazy, man. Yeah. Well, I have to say, I had high hopes for Zach. Mm, oh, oh no! Going no. In here. Oh no! Oh wait! Is it, wait! 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 Is <laughs> it? <laughs> okay. Is it destroy all monsters? It is. Ugh. Godzilla destroy all monsters. You know what? I thought about that earlier. 
I thought about that earlier, but I was like, that has to be a Japanese game. Japanese oh. license, but made in America. Oh, weird. Does that nice. count as a win? Did we win? Yeah, we'll give you that. Yeah, that was, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Nicely nice. done. Wow. I mean, nice I'd have never guessed that. <laughs> Nicely, Nicely done. done. Oh, GameCube. This is okay. one of those that we can't walk out there and ask all our, our the rest of the people to identify. They'll never get it. Yeah, that's crazy. So, so well, I feel like it's pretty. It's fairly well known. Yeah, I remember this game like pretty well. I actually, think God's, you just have all the monsters fighting each other. So Godzilla. I, did, you yeah. what, did you see what the developer was? <laughs> no, who's the developer? It's Atari. Oh, no yeah. way! It's like it the, actual, the actual the actual yeah. developer publisher. is Pipeline, oh, okay. and then Atari published okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember that. I happen to call this as the most obscure game that Damon's ever chosen. That, that's there. probably true. It's just not it's not an obscure license though, is the thing. Yeah. So what uh, so what was the question that we were, we were kind of when you almost asked there. if it was a ja- if it was a Japanese oh, game. Oh gotcha. No. Very what Japanese about the questions license. we were supposed to be asking ourselves. No. Uh, is it based on a movie? Yeah. We didn't ask if it was based on a franchise. We didn't ask if yeah. it yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right, crazy. but we did know comics and TV and stuff like so. Yeah. Uh, we either knew it was based on a snack or a, <laughs> a, snack, or a movie. A snack, <laughs> what's a snack fighting game? What's uh, not? What's not? Indeed, <laughs> Cookie Crashers. <laughs> um, uh, the interesting thing is you this, don't think any in the in, you don't think in the like Super Nintendo Street Fighter era there was no licensed games that were based on food. I can't think of any. Okay. Pizza Pirates. Doritos. Well, tournament I mean, Fighters. Licensed games, maybe, but there's like The Noid, like Yo Noid. The Noid, yeah. And yeah, Cool Noid. Spot, but not fighting yeah. games. Right. Yeah. Okay. Platformers. Yeah. Virtua yeah. Cheeto wasn't a thing? Pepsi <laughs> Man. Yeah. yeah. I don't think so. Uh, this game came to GameCube and Xbox, but not PS2. But not PS2. Yeah. No That's weird. That's, That's so far. I wouldn't have got it if you hadn't have said that you well. knew that I was, or thought that I would get it. Because well, what I, made what, you. What, yeah. What, what well, because Damon and I share a deep love of Godzilla. Gotcha. Yeah. And so. Yeah. I knew Damon like Godzilla. Yeah. Did you play this? Uh, I played it. In passing, yeah. I never owned it, but it's, it's, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like if yeah, it didn't have the Godzilla license, it would be trash. Yeah, right. Is it rampage like, but you fight monsters? No, it's just like a 3D fighting game okay. where you yeah. can smash the city mm-hmm. like each other around. It's just cool to see all the different kaiju in there. Nicely Whew. job. Thank you very much. Nicely oh, job sure. indeed. What's Destroy All Monsters from? Because there's a band with that name. Well, Destroy All Monsters is a movie, movie. that yeah. collected a all bunch of kaiju and that's together. Like the it US was like the Avengers Endgame of the Godzilla era. Is it from the 70s? Probably. Probably, yeah. By that time. They'd built up enough kaiju by then to mm. throw bring them all back. So They he, had enough dudes that could wear those suits to <laughs> come back. And, yeah. Yeah. So he sent you this game. He mailed me that, yeah. So this, is our, this cool. is our library copy of that now. That is great. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you Thank check you. Out uh, also, Monsters, also Godzilla Destroy All Monsters, I feel like, is the very definition of a damey game. It yeah, totally it is. is yeah. a yeah. game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably true. Uh, that is all the scoops we have for this week, and we're actually going to be off next week because I'm going to be on vacation in Hawaii. Nice. Jared Petty's not coming in to co-host? Not this time, I don't He think. might meet you he in Hawaii. He might still be in Hawaii, I think. <laughs> uh, do you, that's two 20 questions in a row that we got on question 20. That's true. It was, it was Battleborn last week. Yeah. yeah. Seth and Seth. If, we, if you do a third uh, on 20 next week, you just have to retire uh, 20 <laughs> questions forever. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, so. we get one more Ouch. question. <laughs> it's contractual. It 21 questions. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that is all the scoops we have for you. Thank you, uh, thank you, CJ. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Sam. Mm-hmm. My name is Damon. We'll see you in two weeks in wrap. Jobly nice. Evil, super powerful robot. Evil, super powerful robot. Evil, super powerful robot. Evil, super powerful. Evil, super powerful robot. Evil, super powerful robot. Evil. Super powerful robot people. Super powerful.
the powerful 